Is this thing on? Already. How to build a life you're excited about. How to travel the world for free. How to live your life like a movie. We'll see what we're gonna clickbait this video, what we're gonna use as a thumbnail, but guys, it has been a while. It has been a minute since we talked. So for everyone who's maybe new here, maybe you know me from my travel videos, we'll see if I'll promote this video anywhere at all. Today I wanna update you a little bit on the past few months, hopefully share with you some nuggets that maybe you can take away and use to build a bit more of an exciting life. And especially in the last year, it really crystallized for me that I want to explore more and more this idea of living around the world, of seeing different parts of the world and seeing what offers more, more opportunity in terms of like for adventure, going out into nature, in terms of uh, geo-arbitrage. It's a cool word, it's a, it's a big word. All it means is like, there's some places you can go to for the same money, you can get just so much more. And there was a lot of things I've been focused on, but even mostly I've been focused on really reinventing a little bit my video concept, my travel videos. Around a year ago, I found myself to be a little bit demotivated. It got a little bit stale and I wasn't sure what I should do about it. And the last year for me was all about kind of like learning a few skills, definitely the skill of reaching out. So. Today I want to share with you both like a few learnings from the past few months, maybe even from the past year, but yo, it has been like three months Oof. since I recorded something. So right now, even though you don't know what is about to come, if you would like to for me to record a few more of these things, like right now I'm starting up the camera for the third freaking time because usually I can just talk and talk, but right now it's, it's, it's a little bit hard, especially because some of the things I want to share with you, like... I'll tell you in a second what I want to talk about, but basically if you would want me to do a few more podcasts, if you have listened to some of the other stuff, or I think at this channel, it's close to 200 videos of me just like ex expressing thoughts. And mostly thoughts, not necessarily just about, let's say, traveling and living around the world, but even more so about self-actualization. And that is definitely the deepest core of what I want to do on the second channel. And I don't want to hold back. I want to share all the different thoughts that I have that helped me or that I just feel like could start a conversation and are interesting, especially for just individual self-actualization and living the coolest, best life that you could live. And so on that note, just drop me a quick comment if you would want to see that more. This video is going to maybe get like whatever, 50 views, 100 views, 200 views, maybe it's a pure passion project. And so with that, if you're listening right now to the audio, this should also be available Spotify, Apple, so on. Uh, you can drop me a message on Instagram. On Instagram, sometimes I also share a little bit insights into let's say how I do YouTube and I'm gonna do that even more a little bit recently. I've shared a little bit of a picture of how the channel grew in the past few months and guys, so drop me a comment. Just let me know. Um, I think today I wanna talk to you, first of all, about the past few months. Where have I been? How did I like it? But even more so, I wanna share with you how in the last year I was really able to transform my whole video concept in the sense of before it was just me traveling, documenting my life, documenting my day to day. You know, I get to a country, I get an Airbnb, I maybe get a scooter, drive out a little bit, go to the main things, talk a little bit about different areas of the city. And all of that is still is still there. And also like my life, you know, gym, how I feel, what I'm thinking about, mm, maybe even like private life, girlfriend, family, you know, the typical basic wish, you know, lifestyle vlog. <laughs> Uh, let's say packaged as a travel video. But at some point I was like a little bit like, got a bit bored. So I thought like, hey, at this point I do have like one of the bigger definitely travel channels out there. Why don't I leverage it a little bit? Why don't I spice up the videos a little bit? And honestly, at this point where I've traveled a lot, you know, over the past five years, that's just what it is. I'm not really excited to like get into a country and like hop on a car and go to all the main spots and explore all of them and do that all by myself. It's exhausting, it's expensive. And at some point I'm just like, uh, and then I was, my video is getting a little bit honestly boring, especially from a travel perspective. So I thought, hey, let's bring in some like some people, like some, you know, um, tourist agencies, hotels, tour guides, and even more so what I want to talk to you about and share about a little bit the approach of approaching people online with your social media, both professionally. For me, it happened to be in the travel industry, hotels, tour companies, as I mentioned. Um... Potential sponsors for videos. I've been working on these things also a lot, but even more so on a private level, just reaching out to cool guys, to cool girls. You know, like Instagram is the biggest dating app in the world. Just to mention <laughs> for all you single guys maybe watching out there, all your 10 or 20 out of the 50 people that are watching this video. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. 
how I like really I would really like to put in again more energy into these videos so I want to really share with you my approach when it come when it came to that and around a year ago I started doing that and the emails that I was sending out if I look at them now it's actually quite hilarious it was all just like me 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 and like a few thoughts that I learned that I learned will definitely will keep learning but I already want to share with you and also towards the end of the video maybe I want to talk to you a little bit about generally how I feel about the world how I felt about the last year of the whole mess with the you know, the whole mess with the immunity thing that you can pike yourself in, with the passes that you have to give now to get into different places. Like, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, if you mention a word like COVID, you know, uh, sometimes they like to demonetize your videos. Censorship, that's, again, a different topic. And maybe I want to touch on topics a little bit like cancel culture and just generally how I feel like in the last year, everything gets a little bit tense. Everyone's kind of like against each other and you feel the energy. Like I've been in eight different countries in the last year and it wasn't so much about like, oh, I want to travel. I was more so even like based in different countries. And also my perspective changed much more into like, I don't want to travel that much anymore. I want to come to a place and stay there at least for a few months and do that probably for the next five to 10 years of my life. We'll see. And Guys, for everybody who's maybe potentially new and doesn't really know me, the thing is, I grew up in an immigrant family. And for the past at least five years actively, but probably even so before that, I was busting my ass, doing videos, trying every single thing that I could think of. And that's exactly what I still do right now. And in the last year, I like, not to pump myself up too much, but I want to share with you that really like, even though my videos, it might look like, you know, some people are like, enjoy your vacation. And like, I appreciate the nice gesture, but the, the reality is like, I'm really putting my blood and sweat and tears like blood if I, you know, like hit my hit my leg on here, the side of the bed. Sometimes it gets bloody here, out here as well. No, like whatever. If I fall off a scooter, like guys, uh, practicing my stand up here, <laughs> sit down. Honestly, in the last year, especially, I was like, yo, I want to raise the video quality. I want to raise how many people like I involve in it. Different, let's say, uh, also, a lot of the videos have been sponsored in the last half year. And um, it really was about like raising the videos and making it much more of a real thing. Like it's like with everything we do. If we're going to treat it as a fun project, as a little side hustle, that's what's going to stay. If you want it to be the thing you do, you have to treat it as such. It's like with everything you want to do, with every little side hustle, it, like it doesn't have to be YouTube. You know, I'm talking from my perspective, but... I know I have a lot of friends, like some of them do e-commerce, some of them, whatever, sell e-books. So again, others are in real estate. And no matter it is what you do, like you need to treat it. And I'm not, I'm not preaching at you. I'm like talking to myself. You need to treat everything you do as a freaking full-time job and really be serious and passionate about it because that's the only way how it is going to be that. And it's kind of like, you know, everybody who is into whatever, like certain level of entrepreneurship saw this like, saw this like picture, like an Instagram meme. It's like, yeah, so I gave up like uh, working for somebody else nine to five, like whatever, eight hours a day. So now I can work all the time, nonstop. Wake up, go, what am I gonna do today? And you know, that's the life I chose. I've always been this type of personality where I really needed kind of like my own, to set up my own structure. And this is how I really operate the best. And, um, or maybe I just don't, cannot operate when they're like somebody else sets the structure, but to share with you the last, the last, especially I would say half year, the Dubai video series, many of the Indonesia videos also, but I would say it started like an early 2021 at this point, what is it, like nine months ago, I was like, hey, I want to bring my videos to a new level and so for that, let's, let's try to like leverage the brand that I have built up and like let's see if I can like maybe reach out to like hotels, to tour companies and I'm going to bring that back to you how I think that might benefit you, especially if you are thinking about starting a YouTube channel, if you're thinking, if you're doing photo, if you're doing video, then I think that really might be a few nuggets in there for you. But I was like, hey, let me reach out to some people and see, see what's going to happen. I'm sure like I can organize something, but we'll, we'll see. We're just going to experiment a little bit with that. And one of the biggest definitely takeaways that I took is that it's all about what does the other person want. And I would say that's one of the biggest learnings in life in general, not just professionally, but also in terms of friendships, when you want to reach out, when you want to connect with people, we all tend to be very much in our head and kind of like, we know what we want. We know what we feel. And then we're just like, hey, want to be friends? It's like, you know, honestly, 
one of the first few emails that I sent out, there were a lot like something like, hey, this is me. This is what I do. Um, maybe like, you know, like to a tour company, like maybe you want to like tour me around and, um, you know, they're like, I'll, I will do a cool video for me, you know, and uh, it wasn't that bad. Maybe it was, but Honestly, at this point, I realize it's all about them. So if you want to have some insight in terms of how I reach out to like different hotels, and it's all about, hey, guys, I saw, like, this is me. This is what I'm doing. And this is how it might be beneficial for you. And always turn it back to them. Always. And like, that's also the thing, guys, to share with you. In the last year, I probably have reached out to over a thousand individuals. Hotels, tour companies, car rental companies, tourism boards, um, different brands, a lot of different brands. Sometimes also, obviously, people reach out to me. And I think, you know, like in the last year, there have been a few like sponsored videos, like some some brands, some apps, headphone company, nutrition company. But, you know, honestly, I want to share with you a little bit the psychology behind it and what I was able to learn from that because that's not even necessarily what I want to do. Like, honestly, uh, most of like, let's say, the different experiences in the hotels that I do, I like even to keep it mostly as just like exchange agreements. And most of the time, not even have it on paper. And like, if somebody wants to have it on paper, like, yeah, I'll, I'll post a video, da, 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 da. but I want full creative freedom. And, you know, I started this whole thing just to share with you, to kind of like, to do my own thing, to tell my story. And that's very important to me also that nobody tells me like, you know, if I don't really like something, um, are you going to be biased? Of course, you're going to be biased. Like very often, like, you know, when I like drive through the Philippines with like guys on a boat and they take me around. Of course, I might have a better experience than somebody else. Like I heard once back, actually, I hear all the time that people like stay at the places I recommend, which is super cool. Like every once in a while, you know, I hear back from someone like that. Uh, but I also heard like from a guy who's like, yo, you advertise this like trip with a boat in the Philippines, da da da, and it wasn't that great. But in your video, it looked like you had the time of your life. And it's like, well, you know, like you're never going to please everyone. And that is also the biggest thing. Uh, but to share with you kind of like in terms of reaching out, especially I would say that, what, that that's what the last three, four months have been about. That's also probably why I didn't really, one of the reasons why I didn't really upload it here. I really wanted to like focus on raising the visual level, but even loving, uh, especially raising the level of just like different partners that I have in my video. And um, to share with you the, the countries that I've been in the last few, three, four months, I think it was Dubai. Indonesia and before that it was uh, the Balkans so right now I'm actually sitting on uh, Java Island it's the biggest island it's, it's a big island it's like it's almost like a country honestly uh, and uh, it's really cool here it's really cool here uh, I mean, you can check out the travel videos at this point from Indonesia I think I posted already like around 10 videos I've been here close for two, two, two months but um, you know in the last year the world to me was really kind of like almost like divided in terms of the mentality, really, there were some countries that were just much more about like, you everywhere, of course, you felt the influence of the thing, you know, the thing that is around. Mm, but some countries, they took it much more, they gave much more, let's say, the end decisions to the individual citizen. And some countries were just a good bit more relaxed about it, while others were much, much more strict. And I always try to be in the countries that were a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed, actually, for everybody who's interested. I had it um, at least once. I tested uh, positive for the antibodies. And like like some people ask me, well, can you talk about how it was? Very, very little symptoms. It was, and that's maybe also, you know, your opinion. I'm, I'm aware, like, you're always very biased. Like, your opinion is about every topic is formed based on, like, your personal experience, your personal perception. And that's also the thing is like your perception, like for example, the thing with, you know, the, the COVID, it's like you look around you and you have selective perspective. So my perspective is, was like, you know, I had it, it wasn't that bad. You know, I'm everywhere around where you don't really feel it. And Indonesia was actually really, really bad in the last month or two. Uh, but not to talk about that too much, just to talk about the, the sense of a country like Dubai, like you had to wear your mask everywhere, but they really try to, let's say, keep it as open as possible. And that was always kind of like their approach to it. And uh, then they vaccinated everyone. So like right now, definitely can recommend to visit it. Just to talk a little bit about Dubai. I feel like many people misunderstand it in the sense that everybody thinks it's just like all like super flashy. It's, it's very rich. It's very, 
uh, it's oil money, uh, of which they actually don't have too much. Most people don't know that Dubai is actually out of all of the Emirates, it has like has very little oil. Most of it is really built on their like um, harbor that they have. I think it's called Jabal Ali. I made a video about that, a little bit about Dubai's economy, and they just found like a little bit of oil, probably still enough for like a few billions investments. But you know, like in comparison to Abu Dhabi. And uh, Dubai actually has, has like fairly rich history, in my opinion, in the sense that you see the old town, you see the old souks, the old markets, and there is a huge area which honestly feels like so different, like feels like a different country than the rest of Dubai. And it's, it's really cool. So if you're like many people, they want to go to like, you know, like Morocco to the markets. And honestly, I like the markets in Dubai. They were some of my favorite markets in the sense that they're very authentic, very real, not some tourist like stuff just set up for tourists. And there's huge areas which are actually very affordable. You know, Dubai is mostly guest workers. Uh, like most of Dubai's population is actually people from outside. And so a lot of them are in construction, um, hospitality, and um, hotels, you know, so on. And so with that, a lot of the people, especially like construction workers and so on, they live in certain areas and their rent, food, and it's not that bad, the areas, like at least the ones that I've visited, they're fairly nice, like just very local, not as like super like clean as the rest of Dubai. Dubai is extremely clean, extremely safe. It's a police state, you know. Um, but with that, if you're like just either passing through or maybe even living there, I, I met a lot of people who are living there, really my experience was throughout positive but with that also to share with you really what I've been up to like Dubai has been crazy Dubai like I planned this trip two months in advance and uh, I reached out that was like actually the biggest reaching out that I did probably two three hundred emails at least maybe a few percent responded but with that actually at the end of um, the month indirectly someone who responded to one of my emails then connected me with somebody else who was working for the Dubai Tourism Board and from there really I was able to like just like scheduled me in for a bunch of different experiences and so of course of course again like that that gives like a, a biased experience it's like you do Dubai in the best way possible but uh, honestly for me that was like again like do really cool videos raise the visual bar Actually, I thought my camera broke mid mid into like shooting a video thing, but then I realized it's only my microphone. I thought it's like my microphone jack, so basically like half of the video I had to throw away a lot of these experiences and it was super hot. But overall, to share with you in terms of leveraging social media, like practically really the biggest takeaway that I had from the last year where I started to reach out. I started to reach out and offer anything, any form of value starting with just having a chat and maybe giving someone some insights into like how to make videos. There were actually a few people that I've been really helping with that in the past year. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Uh, to just like very professionally making offers to hotels, tour companies, so and so on. And uh, what I learned from that is really that right now we are, the way I see it is we are really in a golden, golden few years of social media in a sense it's not new anymore. It's established. Everybody knows it and everybody uses it. Especially like I'm here in Indonesia. It's a nice, fairly developed city. Everybody is running around here creating content. And while many people might feel like it's really too late, I feel like right now is really the last few years where it's accessible, where it's possible if you have a certain approach and a certain insight into what type of content to make, how to make it, and also the mind game is also like a big one in the sense that, you know, like some people might know how to talk into a camera. Some people might even like know what type of videos might perform well. So they have the practical, the technical, but the thing is, it's also a big mindset game. Like starting from like people calling you a little weenie online and telling you you suck and you're a loser, going into just certain pressures of not seeing the success you might wanted to see, uh, all to like just uh, pressure in the real world, people being like, oh, what do you think? You think you're a superstar creating content now? And actually now it's much, much less than it used to be. When I started out to make like the first few videos four or five years ago, the very first few like YouTube videos, people were like, who the, who the hell do you think you are? Do you think like you're a superstar? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you're awkward. You're like, you know, uh, you're arrogant. Like, well, what do you think? Why, why do people should watch you? Why did like, why the hell should people watch you? You know? And now it's like the most normal thing. People like get it, you know, it's kind of like there's so many different things online. And um, 
really the power of social media, the people I was able to meet, the few people where I was like, wow, I'm so, so grateful. And this is also why I wanted to start back up this podcast and just to share these things with you because I do get some nice feedback for the travel content that I do, but it's really hard to connect on a deeper level with people on a level of just like values and a level of really talk about different topics. And I hope that by listening, that by you listening to this, you hopefully especially if you have like the wish, the idea of doing something in this social media economy, I really hope that you get pumped up because I feel like there's still a such a, such a big opportunity to do things. But even if it's like, even if it's not creating content, it's going to be the most normal thing to network in five to 10 years on social media. It's going to be the only way really to network. Everyone, like people used to like, you know, change like CVs and, and like, a lot of people might say, oh, that sucks. You know, there's a surveillance state and that's a different topic. I'm also not a big fan of that. I, like, honestly, I freaking hate social media. I don't like the fact that you like have to like post your stories all the time. You have to like, you know, do content nonstop. And it's like, if you're not active, you're like just dropping in a ranking. Blah, blah, blah. What, what is this? It sucks. And it's very easy to become a slave to these technologies, just swiping all day on the phone and they just suck you in. Here, you like that video. Here, take the other one. It's even spicier, you know? And like the algorithms, they just figure you out and give you more and more. And I really feel like one of the biggest things of our generations is gonna be like, are you gonna become a slave of the technology or are you gonna make the technology? Like, are you gonna make it work for you? Are you gonna leverage it and um, yeah, honestly, that's also a, a bit of a different topic. I was really struggling with like overconsumption. If you like schedule your day, maybe I'll film a separate video on that. That's also, I think is the biggest, it's the biggest opportunity of our generation, but it's also the biggest challenge of, uh, honestly, at this point, I, what, the way I see it is that there's gonna be the people who are gonna be fully consumed by social media and they're just gonna waste all their free time and minute that they could be using to educate themselves, create things, create value for others, just consuming, consume, 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 consume. And now it just hooks you in like never before. And honestly, I find myself sometimes in this situation when I'm like, yo, for the last three days or maybe even weeks, I just feel like I've been just consuming so much more than I've been actually doing and educating myself and creating things that I almost felt ashamed sometimes of myself. And really, we're all in this fight, you know, it's, we're all in this fight. Are we going to use these things that we have in our hands and going to use them to build the most interesting, exciting, and also valuable life for ourselves and others. Like one of my biggest goals definitely is just like build cool things, not just for me. Like sometimes I see these videos online of like, oh, I quit my job to travel the world and I was so depressed working my job. And it's like, dude, you're, you're, you're like in your late teens, you're in your early 20s. Like some people are like, I dropped out of school. And like, it's fine, I get it. You want to make a dramatic video, it's cool. Probably I will do something like that at some point. Like you know, hopefully a little bit with a little bit more self-awareness, but it's like, yo, there's like, honestly, people out there where it's like, for me, it's like, it's not like, like, I want to make it not just for myself. I want to make it for my family. And I realize that the more I fill my own cup, the more I might position myself where it might pour over, like first on the people closest to me, my family, my friends, but then like even further, and I realized that that is like this healthy selfishness where it's like, yo, you have the responsibility to make the most out of your life. And as corny as that sounds, you know, <sighs> but to get back into the practical. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been reaching out really to a lot of people in the last year and that would really allow me to spice my videos up, to also lower my cost a lot, you know, to raise my lifestyle like crazy. And that's another cool and interesting topic. But first, wrap it up. If you're into any form of video and photo, what you probably don't understand is that in the last 10 to 20 years, if you wanted to have photo or video material, it was very expensive for as a company, as a hotel, as a whatever, as a as a tea brand. Now on Instagram, everyone's with their tea, you know. <laughs> um, no, not the best example, but for all of these companies, especially mid-sized companies, it was just super expensive to get content. And so if you are doing any form of content, and you know the crazy thing is even just if it's your phone, mobile photography and videography is exploding. And every freaking hotel, every barber, every little camera shop, every little, fr 
like even a freaking grocery store at this point wants reels. They want reels. They want short form video content. At this point, your, your local grocery store wants to start a freaking podcast. And you know what? With that, the thing is, if you have a phone and you can do the basic, like some like cool short videos, maybe you buy a little $50 stabilizer and you can like run around with it. You can create content. That's like a thing with your phone and a little stabilizer. If you created some cool videos, you could now pitch to hotels like, hey, I can, can create some content for you, even if it's fairly simple, if it looks cool, if it's fun, if you have like a little bit of that skill, which honestly, I could teach you within a few weeks how to do that. And then you can build a little bit of a portfolio. Maybe like you can stay at a few hotels and then you can reach out to them. Uh, honestly, if you're going to like just like reach out with just like a random email, it's probably going to get barely any... Um, responses because at this what I also had to learn the hard way especially the bigger the like um, business that you reach out to gets the more you have to like first like you have to reach out to them is like asking them to forward you to the responsible person for PR and marketing da, 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 da. and uh, then you send them an email you send them an Instagram message you whatever you know and then they maybe send you the email then you send them the email then you follow up sometimes like I follow up two three times until I get an answer and all of that, I kind of like developed a little bit of a system. And actually, Bianca at this point is helping me out with them, uh, with that. So that's cool. That's nice. She actually manages a good bunch of it right now. Mm, after I really took her along with me on that. And um, yeah, that's all, that has been also a big thing. What I've been doing in the past few months is actually like I'm talking to you about this. It's like helping a few people to do exactly just that. Like, I've, like seriously, I, I'm right now as busy as I've ever been. Uh, probably even like a little bit too much. You know, definitely we'll see what we'll do in the next few months. But uh, also like Bianca, the few things that I've been doing is helping people. Back then it was also a few businesses, but now even more individual to exactly do that, to like create online content. Most preferably the, uh, like the best situation is if you're already doing something else, if you're already offering some type of like uh, service or if you already made your money elsewhere and you just want to like get your message out there and you want to brand yourself. So basically like personal branding, that's what I've been helping up with. Also, also like, honestly, like everyone I meet, that's kind of like a little bit the conversations that I have, which that's what I mean. It's like, sometimes, you know, you, you meet with people and they just want to like pick your brain, pick your brain. <laughs> it's like, this, I know it's a common thing to say, pick your brain, but to me, it's almost like a cruel thing. You want to pick my brains? Like that's how I literally feel uh sometimes you know so like uh, don't don't pick people's brains it's just like always like uh, that's also what i try to do if i want to ask someone like a lot of questions and that is also the biggest learning that i had like also with reaching out right now especially to individuals the thing i always try to keep in mind is like hey if i want to know some things from this person i want to think about what do they might want to know or even if they like don't know yet that they want to know what i know <laughs> i want to share some things that might be valuable to them and kind of like just always like find some things out about them and hopefully add some value and then maybe ask a question in return. But that is the thing, like you really have to, I really like learned it's all about like empathizing and knowing where people are coming from, basically respecting people's time. That was a really big one, a really huge one. And definitely it's a never ending learning curve. We'll see in the next few years, but I'm really excited. Like just like this opportunity is like, you can just reach out to people and if you kind of like have something, if you've kind of like built something a little bit, like I've built like my videos, I can just send out some previous videos I have done. And at this point, uh, that was also like last year, I really built a nice portfolio of like really all kinds of different, like a few sponsored videos I did in different niches like tech, different apps, um, as well as like uh, tour companies, hotels. So like a lot of different, like a certain portfolio of things I've built up in terms of like I think the next step that I do probably want to do is reach out to people and have conversations online. That's also why I'm filming this video because I want to get really back into it, just sharing these things. And um, I think the next step is going to be use these, whatever, call it skills, call it approach, call it habit, social habit, and reach out to people. Now with the little thing that I have built with this little online brand, the online videos, and um, yeah, just have conversations with people. Let me know if you would like to see something like that. And um, yeah, to get back into a little bit what else I have been up to and some learnings from that also. Let's see the notes that, the notes that I have. Um, yeah, so let me know. I hope you got a little bit of insight, a little bit if you were just curious what I've been doing and how I have been doing it. And, you know, there's different ways of going about it. Like one of the things why I also liked 
to have a lot of like exchange deals. Um, they're fairly like low investment in terms of time for me because I'm filming my videos anyway. Uh, but at the same time, they allowed me to kind of like raise my lifestyle, create win-win situations where, you know, different businesses get uh, exposure. And uh, also a lot of people have just been like helping them indirectly a little bit out with like what type of content you produce for the hotel or whatever. And so creating win-win situations, but at the same time also lowering my cost of living while raising my living standard. And that's one way of doing it. Like I have a friend, he's a house hacking, you call that. So he has been like working a regular job, saved up a little bit of a good, good amount of money definitely, and was able to buy a house. Now he rents out it. Like maybe you've heard of, of this concept, you know? And then I have some other friends, like super cool to see. I think they're into drop shipping. I haven't like talked to the, too closely to them, but like it seems to be kicking off nicely. And so there's different, there's really a lot of different things, but still honestly, in my opinion, the next few years, it's all about building a nice profile. And again, I personally don't really like that, especially Instagram, in my opinion, is like one of the most poisonous platforms. Everybody's a freaking rock star. Like, that's also a thing I want to talk to you about in a second is like, where I felt like not necessarily like super comfortable is like I had the opportunity to shoot with a car rental company. It's actually in the last year. I really love that. I, I love car edits. I saw a guy doing a super car edit, a super cool car edit in Dubai in the desert. The guy's name is Nabil. He's um, shooting videos, I think, mostly for uh, Christian Guzman. Uh, fitness influencer, uh, like fitness dude, super cool. Check him out. And uh, I saw him like shooting down with the car in the desert. Basically, what I'm saying is I had the opportunity to do the same. I posted a few photos with the car and like, you know, like, ah, like honestly, Instagram is a place, I, again, I hate love. In my opinion, the most powerful platform definitely is YouTube because it's a search engine. You can create stuff and it's going to stay there forever. But uh, to talk a little bit about me and my experiences, also the experiences with the car. So I, I saw this car edit and that was actually the first, like, um, let's say, it was actually the first time I drove like a cool car, nice, really nice car. It was a Jeep Wrangler in Albania. And um, through a few people that I knew from like the, some of the hotels, there was this car rental company. And um, so I shot a few videos with them. And just like road tripping through Albania. And it was just so epic. And I shot some of my favorite uh, edits. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to put some of the videos on top of this video a little bit. But basically with that, I got a little bit into like car videography. And then again, I had a reference. So it was much easier to kind of like uh, pitch it to the next uh, car company in the next country. And for me, again, it was just like about having like some more interesting stuff to shoot. Something that excites me to shoot. And at this point... Honestly, it's like also a lot of work to make this like super sick car edits. So we'll see. I'm not too hot to get the next cool car because Dubai for me was in many ways is like I reached out to this one guy. He's a real estate agent, cool guy. Dubai for me was about really doing some things that I thought before I couldn't do, of which was one is like drive a super sick car, which was a Lambo. And it's a car. Is it a super sick car? It's definitely a super sick car. I had it for like one day with this car rental company. They gave me a few different cars. Uh, the Lambo was pretty much for half a day. Then, And I took it out to the desert. And it was a really cool experience for me. Not because it was like a milestone to be able to drive a car like that. It's a freaking rented car. And then especially in this case, is a, again, is a collaboration. But what was really cool for me was I saw this freaking video of Nabil of the guy shooting this really nice car video in the desert. And I was able to recreate that in less than a year, my own version of it. And that felt really cool. But at the same time, a big learning from that that I want to share with you, it's, it's, a, it's a concept that I think I shared around a year ago in like one of the mindset videos here. Again, maybe got like two, 300 views, but like those are the things I also want to definitely share. One of my biggest leading thoughts and mantras, call it a mantra, call it a way of thinking a little bit, is that there's many ways of realizing that you don't need that much. Everybody likes to say, you hear everybody always talking like, oh, yo, money is not going to make you happy. Everybody has heard that. And in my opinion, maybe, maybe you have thought, maybe you've seen this sometimes. It's like sometimes the people that say like, hey, money is not going to make you happy are the people that low-key are kind of like the greediest little bit like, you know, you see them. Like, like sometimes they have the opportunity to grab a little bit of power. I'm not saying always. If you're like one of the people who are saying like, hey, money's not going to make you happy. I don't know. <laughs> this is not a personal, let's say, attack. 
but sometimes you see it that it's almost like a, sometimes it can be like you actually, like you want money, you want the resources, you want some like power in a sense. But because you kind of like feel like you cannot get it, you rationalize it in the sense that like, oh no, money's not gonna make you happy. And I feel like that is sometimes happening and I feel like that is really dangerous. So what I was saying, like one of my main mantras is, is a little bit, try always reaching new milestones. From this, from this mentality, from this way of thinking of like, yeah, grow, get more, get better. And that can become easily, can become toxic as like very, uh, very popular word right now, everything is toxic. But I definitely agree with that. That can very easily, you can lose yourself in that. Just like more, 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 more. But what I think can be very beneficial is, especially when we grow up, we are exposed to a certain, to a certain brainwash, to a certain like, hey, like especially companies, that is kind of like a little bit the downside of like a free market is like, well, everybody can market their products however they want. And so the way they're going to market it to you is in the most like, in the most spicy way, it's like, yeah, I got this Coke. The girls are going to be all after you and you're going to have the fast car. And like fast car, kind of like all of marketing goes back to like survival and reproduction a little bit. And so with that, we grow up with a certain brainwash of like, like get the success, get this car, get this certain thing. And I feel like sometimes, or get the certain lifestyle, even like the travel lifestyle. And I think what can be beneficial is getting some of these things with the mindset in the back of your head, it's like you don't need that. It's cool to have, but like observe how you feel. And I think up to a certain extent that can really give you a lot of freedom. A lot of freedom in the sense that what I, what I love, I love the experience. I love that I had the experience to stay at some really cool places in the last year to drive some cool cars because while it was super nice and I really, really appreciated it, I was shooting like a crazy maniac and I realized that very often it's, um, it's not about the place at all. And sometimes you cannot enjoy the place. You cannot enjoy this super nice hotel or this super nice tour because you're there professionally. You're also there to deliver something that you promised. Like let's say you're, you're like, yeah, I'm going to cover this experience. It changes it a little bit. And then you start to realize, oh, okay. Very often people really enjoyed this like super nice, like whatever travel resort experience because actually what they enjoyed was like, let's say the free time and the carefreeness that they kind of like, and they have like these like, you know, pink glasses on. But then, it, but with that, that was the huge learning for me, especially with like being able to drive this super sick car, super nice, it's a beast. It was like a very nice car. And like, like seriously, like, sick, like, every guy's dream. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, like, you know, it's just a car or like whatever, or judge it. It's like, oh no, people who need that. I want to be a little bit neutral on it. But the experience that I made, it was such an amazing experience that the lifestyle on the surface really got on a different level. But I was like, it doesn't really change that much internally. And it almost allows you to let go a little bit of it. And to go through cycles of that. Like right now, I have absolutely no desire for materialistic gain or lifestyle upgrades. Not to judge anybody who is after the, the watch or whatever. I think it can actually be really cool if it's just like an addition. It's, it's sometimes like a nice watch. I know some guys are really into watches. And the way I see it is if it's kind of like a symbol for your, for your hard work, for your persistence, for whatever hard times and you want to reward yourself a little bit like that, it's amazing. But that's the, that's the thing is like, I, I, I'm not sure who I heard talking about it, but it's like, you have to observe yourself. It's like, if you find yourself kind of like bragging a little bit with it, it's like, hey, look at the car. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm driving here. Look at the watch, you know, the watch, you know. Uh, that's, when you, that's when you notice you're becoming a slave to your things and you're in this paradigm of like more, 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 more. Impress, 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 impress. And it's easy to get lost in that. And I, just being like one month or what was like five weeks in Dubai, um, I felt that because there were some other guys that were also doing cool things and also staying like collaborating with like cool places. And I was like, well, maybe I should keep up. Da, 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 da. But then I'm like, that's not, that's not what I want to do. And so to just like really wrap up this idea that I wanted to share with you that I really believe, and I shared that a year or two ago, where for me doing the crazy thing, not one or two years ago, I would probably more like two, three years ago, 
the crazy step to take was just like, you know, leave everything behind, travel, see some of the coolest places. That was this thing is like, that's going to make me happy. Oh, that's it. Then I'm going to be finally fulfilled. And then you make this experience. It's like, oh, it doesn't do that much. It's nice to have. But then you realize actually, you know, the thing that we're looking for is a little bit like, it's maybe, maybe it's in the process. Maybe it's in the process of you're like doing something that you like and you get a little bit lost in it. You get into this momentum and this zone. And um, maybe that's some of what we're actually looking for. This like bliss in the moment. Often I like to have my early mornings for that, which is for no reason you feel really good. And then maybe you stay at like a super nice place or you're like you achieve the goal that you had, which for you know many of us are materialistic in a sense. And, and, and then I think it's key, it's crucial to reflect that in a little bit. And I thought that was actually like, in terms of psychologically speaking, one of the coolest experiences that I was able to make in Dubai, where it's like in Dubai, it's not a, it's, nobody's even going to look at you really if you're driving a car like that. There is just like a huge thing. Money, money is concentrated. So there it's really not a big deal. And, uh, but yeah, so p straight up to share with you the last few months in terms of that were really cool. I was really working on reaching out to places and I wanted to share with you a little bit the mentality and the psychology behind it and definitely the opportunity that I see in it even if you're just like picked up a camera a few months ago like right now we really live in the content economy where it's really valuable especially if you understand what people are looking for and that's kind of like what I've been a little bit double doubling down on and also teaching some people and the thing is I'm thinking about maybe creating a program around it where I would share everything I know, also share the, let's say, the lifestyle behind it. Let's say this location-independent lifestyle. So teach everything I know about content creation, about reaching out to places, about growing YouTube. Again, YouTube. I'm considering it. We'll see. There's there's a few things I'm thinking about doing in the next few months. Let me know if that sounds interesting to you because I did post a few stories of like how the channel grew in the last few months. And that was also like working, working really, really hard on the videos and that's the thing, like the last five years, I think I touched on it. I wanted to be proud again of my videos. And while some are just like me documenting my days, they're not like pieces where I'm really proud of. Some of the videos really were, where I was really like, hey, I put in hours and hours. Sometimes like my hands started to shake when I was editing, but it was a piece of art for me. Sometimes it is. Like the video I did from Albania, from the city of Girocaster, I really felt something while I was there. It felt mysterious. It felt adventurous. And I really wanted to share that. I really wanted to, to put kind of like my colors on the canvas. And, uh, <laughs> and also like, let's say a video from Chernobyl that I did in Ukraine also poured in a bit more energy into that video from Turkey, an over one hour episode that I kind of like cut together some previous videos that I did. So a lot of different things I explore. And with that, also the channel grew quite nicely in the last few months. And um, I think I wouldn't say my goal is to become like one of the biggest travel creators ever, because that's also the other topic that I want to talk to you about that. The bigger you get, the more you kind of have to be just in my, it's kind of like it sucks. I don't like it, but it's like, I feel like the world is becoming more and more kind of like people try to there's a cancel culture you probably have heard of it people act as if like people try to cancel other people for what they did wrong for what they said maybe like 10 years ago and it's kind of like this idea of like i was just like how can you cancel other people for like some things they might have done wrong some time ago it, it's kind of like implying that that you are perfect you know it's kind of like a little bit this purest attitude towards like looking at things and looking at other people and the bigger you get the more people like they're like you have a responsibility it's kind of like this concept of like you know like you know people who watch you you have a responsibility for who watches you like to a certain extent maybe but to another extent you know i believe an in individual responsibility everyone is responsible for doing the thing they believe to be right people make mistakes and um with that, that's kind of like the reason behind why I don't necessarily even want to become like one of the biggest like travel channels. Uh, because with that, even like right now, I want to spice up my videos a little bit in the sense of sharing a bit more things. The reality is what I see from most people who are in the travel niche. And I would say the way I see myself, I'm more in the remote living and like the the lifestyle of perpetual traveling more so than travel but obviously a lot of people watch me just for travel 
And uh, with that, you know, it's like people just want you to be just like very bland, very like vanilla in the sense of like you come to your country and like like what everybody expects you to, to say. And if you don't say that, you're going to get a lot of heat. It's like, ah, oh, people are so nice here. Oh, it's so beautiful. And people are so nice. It, oh, the locals are so, so friendly. And the reality is that very often they are. But there's a lot of things that I that I experienced, especially around traveling, like a few dynamics, which I think are extremely interesting, where it's like, I want to share a bit more of that in my videos. And I want to be sensitive to a certain extent where I don't want to make videos just to be like, you know, just to come come across as just like an unreflected, ignorant fuck, where it's like, oh, people are here like this, haha, you know, like, and if you haven't traveled much, it's, e it's easy to sound ignorant. What does this sound? Oh, the point that I'm making is, like, let me give you a few examples. Like, I think a hilarious example I was just talking downstairs with Bianca is that the more you travel, the more you realize that every country feels like they're special. It's like every single country feels like they are the most diverse in terms of like, oh, we have so much different nature. We have so much different people and culture and languages. And like almost every country I come to, they say about themselves. Like I don't want to name like specific country names, but especially like there's always usually a good amount of local people watching and it's just hilarious to see that, especially also like weirdly, most of the time, not always, it's also connected to like the economical development. So the wealthier the country is, the more self-criticism there is and the kind of like less, less wealthy, less developed the country is, the more there is like this over patriotic self-love and self-promotion. And it's kind of like interesting to explore that. And I might talk about these topics on like podcasts. And, uh, you know, that's the thing about like cancel culture is like everybody wants like these days, everybody just wants to like not come off wrong, not be misunderstood. And that's also like the big thing is like people want to hold people accountable for things they have said maybe five to 10 years ago. And like, you know, what is a joke? What is not a joke? What is uh maybe a thought that you have, maybe you were playing like devil's advocate. This, uh, this is what I like to do a lot. I'm like, oh, okay, everybody, um, there's this comedian, Andrew Schultz. He really likes to do that as well. It's like, everybody has a certain opinion on something. Why don't we go ahead and explore like the opposite of that? And just think about that. Just dig in it a little bit. And I get like, some people might say like, oh yeah, that, yeah, but that's dangerous. That might give platform and like some ideas. Da, 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 da. But the thing is like, well, what is more dangerous? It's like, you know, having open conversation and letting arguments, facts, and things that just make a lot more sense over time, make that decide the truth or silence people who say anything that might potentially cause any harm. It's a super hard question, obviously, but with that, you know, like just seeing the last year or two, I kind of feel like a lot of people waking up to cancel culture, which is nice to see, which it's like, honestly, I feel like at some point I'm going to be canceled, especially if I'm going to express myself the way I want to express. Because as I said, I'll, I really like to like be a little bit, play a little bit the, the other side, play devil's advocate, see things from a different perspective and sometimes also have theses, like different theses, like this, seriously, like I'm <laughs> throwing around words here, but like reflecting on things on ways that might be considered ooh, controversial and like also just like the whole mentality. Um, I see it much more in the Western world. Honestly, if I look around Eastern Europe, I don't see much of that, honestly, you know. Uh, but that's also kind of like the cool thing of like if you travel a little bit, that's, that's, that, that would, that, that's something that was really messing with my head a lot. There is definitely a lot of big issues in the Western world. But so many issues, I'm like, guys, like, I don't want to play the, like, kids in Africa card. But, like, what I mean is, there's honestly people going through stuff right now. That is, like, and it doesn't mean that, like, these problems don't exist. It's just, like, I really feel like, especially in the Western world, a lot of people lack perspective. And not just perspective in the sense of, like, that other pe people don't have it as well as they do. But perspective in the sense of like, there's a lot of questions and a lot of issues where it's very easy to get riled up and angry and, and like, we, we, we need to, you know, cancel this person. But then if you hear the other side of the story, or if you see things from another perspective, it becomes a lot more 
reasonable. It becomes a lot more understandable, empathetic. And I really feel like in, in the last year, especially, everyone is fighting, especially obviously around the question, you know, with the mask, with the vaccine, da 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 um, I feel like people are really are lacking empathy. And I'm, that's where I'm also really grateful about the thing that I, I, was, on, I was online for a long, long time. And uh, while it's nothing crazy, I did got a few uh, maybe like small hate waves sometimes, a video if people didn't like something. Every like once in a while, every other day, I get a message of how horrible this was. And like, you know, some people like, you know, sometimes I'm in a country, like whatever, I was in Turkey and I was like, oh, this really reminds me of like a Western country. And then people were like, oh, so you're saying the West is much better. And like, you know, it's like, oh, how unreflected and how ignorant this white American guy is. And I'm just like, first of all, I'm not American. And it's like, also like this thing is like white, like who who's white, you know, like, like, honestly, like my bloodline, my ancestry is in Ukraine and everybody wants to like, play a lot into their country's history is like my people like I, I don't want to play these cards I don't want to what I'm saying is like for the first time I started to reflect on a lot of these things and I got the opportunity to see how other people feel and I got the opportunity to empathize and to see their perspective where I was like hey I had my perspective and I was unaware of your individual experience of this situation and then it also made me think about myself and i'll definitely see a lot of hypocrisy in it see a lot of things that just don't add up a lot of double standards and i know i'm talking a little bit fuzzy right now with you but what i mean is generally just this whole uh dynamic in the western world of outrage culture everyone just gets so easily offended about everything but honestly i think it's gonna bounce back i personally think that it really got a bit extreme maybe it's gonna get even worse Everybody's just going to fight. Everybody's just going to be like me against you. A very tribal. That's also a thing that definitely traveling shows you. The tribal nature of humans. We like to just join the teams. It's like people who are not into sports, they're like look down at sports because sports is like a very like, you know, competitive thing. So if you don't have that, which I like, I never really followed sports. But then you still see humans are so extremely tribal. You join your team, it's like us against them. Let's go. Let's destroy them, you know. And... Uh, if you travel, you really start to see that. Like also like the aspect of, for example, what I mentioned to you before that every country is like, um, really enjoys to like portray their countries. Like we are the one. And that's also another topic when it comes to living around the world. What many people don't realize, and that was a huge, I got that from the guy, he's called Nomad Capitalist. And this idea really put in words what I felt a lot, that we live, we grow up, we are born into a society and usually every society, even if there's a lot of self-criticism, like like whatever, like the Europe, Germany likes to like criticize their society and they to try to make it better. Or so they say, the US especially, like you, you know, like you hear like all the outrage in the US. It's a very self-critical society. But still, somehow everybody in America believes America is the best place to be. Europe is the best place to be. And I see a lot of definitely ignorance. I mean, just lack of knowledge. I, I recently looked up the word like, ignorance. Somebody called me ignorance. I'm like, let me look it up. Like, you know, oh yeah, hell yeah, I'm ignorant sometimes. Lack of knowledge and like specific insight into a topic. Of course, I'm ignorant. You know. And uh, what I'm saying is it's, it's very kind of like interesting that we live in a country and the country, the society tells us that even though it might suck, from like whatever, like human rights perspective, but it's still the best place to be. Or maybe you're like more in Eastern Europe, like we might suck economically and in terms of opportunities, uh, but still, you know, it's kind of like, we're the best place to be for whatever reason. Like I was in some countries in the Balkans, very small countries, everyone kind of like tries to escape from there in a sense, or at least it used to be like that, where I think things are changing and I think we're gonna wrap up on that point, on that note. But, um, Still, they're like, yeah, we're still the best country, though. We're still the best people. That's like the tribal nature again. And it's also to get back into like this idea of living in different countries, seeing what country maybe matches your lifestyle, your values, your the things you want to do. Or maybe you can set yourself up, be it like simply you, you try to get a job or you can also work remotely. 
And I know also a lot, like you don't necessarily have to like start a YouTube channel or become an online entrepreneur and like try to drop ship, drop ship things into there. You know, like I get this like advertisement recently all the time in front of my videos. Somebody tries to like sell me their drop shipping course. Um, but you can just maybe like just work also for someone. Like actually even my, my some of like my close relatives, they um, basically work for someone but they were able to kind of like uh, do it remotely and now they're even responsible for a whole like team that they build up in a different country and super cool. The world is changing. There's so much opportunities. And with that, the idea of the country you have been born as is the best is an idea almost that like, I don't, I, I don't know what, if there's an agenda behind it, but it's almost like kind of like to keep you there. Just sit where you are. You might not be happy, but like, you know, out there is even worse. Like if you're going to watch news, like if you're going to watch American news, you feel like the whole world is burning. You know, like I have some friends right now in Ukraine, like where my roots are. And um, still a lot of people, like now it's a bit better. People know a little bit more about it. But like people think there's like war. And there might be some parts. I don't want to dis discount that. Uh, like, you know, in some like very like border areas. But for the most part, like in most places, honestly, if you hear about it on the news, how miserable it is, there might be some like actually really nice cities. There might have been like some um, isolated incident, but people are living and like in a lot of countries where I have been, people think it's like either like there's still like dictatorship or communism. Like I was in Belarus, you know, and like there might be some problems and there might be some like, I'm, I wouldn't say like, hey, move to Belarus, even though I, ha I know some people who spend a lot of time there. But like with every country I go to, I'm like the picture that let's say Western media paints is really different. And then again, to like always try to kind of like reflect on these things and keep a perspective. Also, it's very popular to hate a lot on the Western media. Well, you know, then I thought about, hey, I speak Russian, you know, and uh, let, me, let me watch some Russian news. Let me like dig into a little bit into that culture. And then I realized that also like Russian media, they're also hating like crazy on other countries. And they're like, hey, like we might suck in this, in terms of this and this and that, but it's still better than over there. Look at the Americans. They're, they're like on fire. They're going crazy with their protests and everything with the homelessness in California, whatever, whatever they might like um, either portray correctly or extremely over exaggerate, which I think both definitely happens. And that is also kind of like the thing I wanted to share with you is that the world is changing. And in my opinion, definitely the countries that everybody wanted to live at, Europe, US, they're definitely going to be still very cool places. And I want to go to California to network with people, to meet cool people that are doing cool things. I was just talking to a guy earlier today. But I personally feel like the countries and the city, uh, yeah, countries that are that would have been considered like 10, 20 years ago, maybe at best, like a travel uh, adventure destination. It's like, yeah, go out there and be edgy. Like I traveled to India, thought I would be all edgy. And India definitely is one of the huge countries where it's like obviously very, it's going to be very hard, but they're growing a lot. And I was like, this is, there's like a lot of like super modern areas here. The public transport is better than like obviously in the U.S., and like also like in a lot of like Eastern European countries where people think like it's only like drunk guys like drinking vodka on the corner and like, you know, passing out on the corner. There is some of these guys. Watch Bold and Bankrupt's videos. You're going to see them. But there's like some really nice areas, some like really good roads. They fixed up the roads. The infrastructure is better than in many parts of the U.S. And like I'm not bashing on the U.S. right now. I'm just saying that the U.S. really likes to paint this picture of like, you know, American dream. We're the best. And I love America. I think America is one of the most unique concepts in human civilization what they did like you know i also like to read up on a bunch of different histories on different countries and so on so basically the point that i want to drive home is the world is changing and a lot of countries are becoming really developed and they're offering us a lot of opportunities to move there and that's a lot of what i want to explore in the next two three five to ten years at some point definitely i also want to get a base set up my own thing uh, like whatever, own apartment or who knows, maybe at some point, like I'm also exploring like every day, I'm like, should I start a cafe on the corner here? Obviously, it's just like a little, you know, just a little mind game. But this is like the things that I think about all day. And um, 
there's a lot of different countries offering a lot of stuff. There's a lot of different countries with different mentalities where you also might want to think is like, you know, I love Asia, but I honestly have to say that I feel like it's a little bit too... Mm, authoritarian is probably the wrong word. It's the wrong word, but it's a little bit more like the government has a little bit of a bigger grip over what the people do. And uh, again, like I enjoy a certain like where you're a little bit low key, you're a little bit under the radar and like people leave you a little bit more to your own devices, which I feel like Eastern Europe is a little bit more like that in a sense. Of course, again, haven't lived like, I wanna make these experiences firsthand and I wanna share them with you. And in today's video, I hope, uh, what is it? An hour. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. If you sticked around, those are the videos where you just, you know, put your phone down and um, just, just listen to it and get some ideas. Hopefully you got some valuable insight when it comes to using your social media, using certain skills that you might have. Uh, if Very specifically, if you want to start a YouTube channel, I think I'll start, start to share a little bit more on my Instagram. I am considering to put a course together around this topic. Let me know if that's something that you would be interested in where I really would like condense all the knowledge that I have when it comes to ranking videos and like growing sometimes even without even publishing any videos. But even more so with that, just the opportunity that we all have, most importantly on a personal level, to build this curriculum, basically like, you know, this like CV, where it's like, hey, that's who I am, that's what I do, that's what I can do. And then you can just like reach out to people and it's going to be much easier for them to, to see who you are and what your talents might be. And life is all about people. Life is all about reaching out and um, building opportunities. And I definitely have to work on that a lot. I tend to be this type of guy who's like, yo, I'm just going to do everything myself. Da, da, da. And you probably heard it before. The more you try to do, the more you realize, hey, life is all about with different people. And if I just think about this idea of like having these conversations and just like creating circles of like-minded people. I, I just see the beauty in that. And like, you know, like what I see in the next like two, three, four, five years is just like building a circle of people who are motivated. Like all the time I talk with people and I'm like, yo, you're such a great guy, man. I really love to see how you're like progressing and like how you like long like surpass what I'm doing. Like I've been talking to a guy a few years ago. He was like, God oh, damn, dude, I'm trying to do some things. Now he makes like 10 times, you know, as I do. And uh, I'm like, wow, that's so awesome. And then I'm thinking like, hey, I want to I want to share the things that I learned and I want to like bring out help up like I want to reach out to people that can help me to grow. I want to reach down to people who want to do something like I do where I have more experience, help pull them up. Um and uh yeah, just create this like beautiful freaking dynamic of of your tribe, you know? Be tribal on an aware level. You know? <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed a few nuggets when it comes to that. The other thing to wrap it up, uh, kind of like try this, like pursue your goals. And if they're materialistic, it's fine. Like, I don't think we all need to be Gandhi and we need to be enlightened and like sit there and meditate in the corner all day. Like if you're into that, that's amazing. If you have been in Bali for a few months, there's a good chance it's going to happen, you know? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but to keep this idea in mind, reach the goal, reach the thing, try the thing, enjoy it. But then it's like, I don't need that. And that's true freedom. There's a stoic quote, I don't know by who, but it's like, not wanting something is the same thing as having it. And if you're able to do both, to have and achieve, but also not want it. Like recently I did a trip, maybe I'm gonna also upload on the second channel, did also a bit of a mindset talk, uh, just by myself without Bianca, I travel with my girlfriend most of the time right now. And I was just like, hey, let me just go by myself, not talk to anyone, live a very basic life. I rented out like the cheapest room I could find just to, I'm sorry, just to kind of like have this approach of just like, I can have the most amazing time without spending anything. Just take a freaking tent, take it up the mountain, breathe in the, the, the fresh mountain air, feel it in your lungs and and like, you don't need that much. But at the same time, life is all about growth. And there's all these cool things that humans come up with. And it's fine. We're not like, no, but like, it's okay to pursue certain materialistic goal in the material world because you have to fill your cup first again, you know? <sighs> and uh, yeah, 
And I think what else did we talk about in terms of countries that I visited? I'm right now in Indonesia. Um, actually, they like their cases really were rising a lot. So I think right now it's not that easy to come. I think I was one of the last few like internationals that were able to enter the country until they like locked it down for a month. It was like super quiet. It was actually uh, like the most restrictions I've experienced like throughout the whole history of this you know thing. Um, probably in all of my life, you know, like you. I wasn't that bad, honestly. Like only grocery stores were open. Other than that, everything was closed for a few weeks. It was really dead in Jakarta, the capital of Indonesia. But other than that, it was still fine. Made the best of it, just focused on myself. Again, honestly, it was a little bit tough. I was fighting a bit uh, more with Bianca than usually. Mm, that's like also the thing is like, you know, what are the side effects? Like I I really was like luckily and still in the perspective, like we stayed in an okay place. The prices were also like low because of like, there's like literally no one like booking like, you know, hotels and apartments. Uh, so, you know, we still did our own thing, had our own space, but like if you just hang out all the time and you just feel this energy, obviously it affects you, it affects your relationships. So yeah, also like reflecting a lot on these topics. And um, right now, um, everything opened up again. It's absolutely beautiful. The city I'm at, it's super affordable. So when it comes to the topic of geo-arbitrage, so just go to places where with the same amount of money, you can get just so much more. The city of Bandung in Indonesia, it has this downside. It's a little bit, maybe a little bit too local. It's a little bit like the travel, some of the travel things is like, you know, like in Asia, very often they like to do the things like very, very colorful, very uh, like to charge foreigners like four times amount for like seeing like some type of big tree or something like that in terms of like tourist destination. So I don't really like that. It's a little bit like overdeveloped in the sense, but in terms of cafes, co-working stations, whole all right, so the battery died. We've been talking a bit too much, but honestly, I really enjoy talking to you. The beginning maybe was a bit slow, but like, honestly, this is like really what I want to do. Just share with you the deeper insights, the thoughts that I feel like are really helping me out. And uh, I really also want to add some of that spice into my travel videos. Don't just be like, hey, this is the cool spot. This is the cool place. And um, on that note, if you got something from this video, if you stayed so like for so long, drop me a quick comment whatever, just be like, yo, dropping a comment, like, yeah, yeah, then keep, 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 keep going with the podcast, uh, or like, sh share some of your takeaways, or share your favorite movie, like, you know, you always want to have a nice movie to watch, um, <laughs> guys, thank you very much for watching today's video, still a bit stale with the podcast, it has been a while, but I think we definitely want to do a bit more in the future, so on that, wherever you are right now in the world, I hope you have a great day and a great week, and we're going to see each other, very soon.